Hey everybody, welcome back to Soccer Crush. Thank you again for joining us for season four. We are back with our first guest of the season and it's a surprise. We have not given any hints and we hope you love it because we're going to love it because everyone is going to love it. Are you and all of your friends following us at soccer underscore crush on Twitter and Instagram? Are you gearing up for a new season of Thirsty Crush of the Week posts? Are you ready for a book club? Come hang out with us. And don't forget to subscribe and rate our podcast five stars wherever you get them. We love you and we appreciate you so very much. And now it is time for Indeed. All right, guys. Is there an MLS team you'd like to curse for this season? Um, Nashville. I was going to say Nashville. I'll pick someone else. Um, Orlando City because bad purple team. I'd like to curse Charlotte. Okay. Okay. All East Coast. Yeah. (laughs) Um, Also both both LA teams, just for Ivan. (laughs) The only team I'm acknowledging in California is San Jose this year. I love that. Well, my rapid fire is inspired by my friends. 90s Lisa Frank themed slumber party themed birthday party that I went to this weekend. Um, what is your favorite TGIF sitcom from the 90s? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, I have two that I loved very, very much. Mm-hmm. The first one was Family Matters. Oh, yeah. Love Family Matters. And the second one was Sabrina the Teenage Witch. Ooh, also very good. For sure. Sabrina. I just kept thinking about Step by Step. Oh, also a good one. I I loved that show. That was a great show. In the 90s. I I don't know how it would hold up now. That's okay. If you could have an unlimited supply of any one thing that is not money, what would it be? Mm. Um, Cats. Cats. (laughs) Um, um, Ooh. That's a great question. Can I just say food? Sure. Groceries are so expensive. Yeah, they are. So expensive. Um, I'll say specifically pizza rolls. That's a good one. I love pizza rolls. Travel vouchers. Travel. Oh, yes. Airplane tickets. Hotel rooms. Patience. (laughs) Patience. That's much more practical. You have a little bit of them. No. Okay. And that's okay. All right. Headlines. Oh man. Okay. Chelsea's going nowhere under Graham Potter from ESPN. Uh concurred. Well, I don't know if mine's a headline, but it popped up on my phone today. Rumor. Is Liverpool going to sign me no. some? No. So actually Matt messaged me about that last week and I was like, this is depressing, but I'll say it. I just want Mason Mount to play. He's a fantastic player and I will love him even if he's not at Chelsea, although I don't want to talk about it. Well, he's welcome. He would look terrible in red. <laughs> he would look adorable in red. No. He looks good in Chelsea blue. I just, I have feelings. Mine 
headline is that FCC opens up their season this weekend against Houston, a truly forgettable team. I will say I am glad that we open the season with a home game instead of an away game. I'm excited for that. Okay, last year we made it. Is that a little gift for us? MLS was like, you can have a a home match for a little treat. I think when teams Mm -hmm. go to the playoffs, their opening match the following season is at home. That makes sense. It's orange v. orange. Mm -hmm. And Brandon Vasquez against the world. I will be there. Hopefully it's not too cold. Um, I think it's going to be in like the low 40s, upper 30s, and a little windy. I can handle that. You can handle anything. I'm a hearty Midwestern girl. You can handle (laughs) adult men on Twitter telling you you sound like an ADHD puppy with bad mic. I can handle almost anything. (laughs) Yeah. All right. Speaking of matches, favorite matches since we've last recorded, mine was the U.S. Women's National Team versus Japan. Of course, it's Mal Swanson that's scoring. Um, There's lots of talent fighting for a spot on the World Cup squad, and that midfield looked weak except for Christine Ewis. Did. I um, opened up our little Google Doc here to put in um, mine, and both of them my favorite actual favorite like top favorites were already on here thanks to you ladies um but i did also enjoy the liverpool newcastle game because liverpool finally won and what does it feel like to win in the premier league right now just um well i will tell you first of all uh red needed to go outside so i missed the first goal the second goal was fantastic i actually got to watch that one and then i had to leave for the 90s Lisa Frank slumber party, birthday party, which was fun, but I did miss the end of the game. So from what I could tell, (laughs) it was a great feeling. I just didn't get to experience it all in real time. That's okay. I just, I had forgotten what that felt like. Yeah, it was good. In Premier League, but when you support the U.S. Women's National Team, you are familiar with that winning sensation. Oh, absolutely. Like when we beat Canada and my dad said, I like that Crystal Dunn. Your dad is a very wise man. Uh, he is her biggest fan, confirmed. Hmm. I appreciate that. So are we. Yeah, I've been enjoying the Sheep Weaves Cup. All right. Uh, before we go on our tactics break, because it is MLS week, yeah. I put in some quick MLS predictions that we need to just go through very quickly. Before, yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. First, who wins the MLS Cup? FC Cincy. Yeah. FC Cincinnati. Absolutely. Agreed. It's Cincinnati. There's no stopping it. Who wins the wooden spoon? Charlotte. Probably Columbus. (laughs) You're just going straight for the throat. You were out for blood. I I didn't even know that. As much as I love our Columbus friends, I just want to see all them have meltdowns. I'll just do another team. Colorado Rapids. NYC FC. Ooh, that'd be nice. Man City wannabes with their jerseys. Mm. Now, the the best question is, which team is going to have the most drama this season? DC United. Ooh. That'd be a good one. I'm going to say Los Angeles. Galaxy. Okay. Galaxy. Got it. <laughs> Did you like that delay? I couldn't decide. What a so we could have them. just said Los Angeles and we would <laughs> both of them correct. Yeah. Um, I am going to say Dallas. 
I feel like oh. there's some drama brewing there. Do you think that they brew their own drama to become relevant? Or? I think so. I think they will have to drink their own drama to become mm-hmm. relevant. St. Louis might have some stuff going on. Ooh. It's their first year. Yeah. Oh, I don't yeah. want them to get one spoon. I don't. No, I don't want to be there. Yeah. So I'm not going to wish that upon them. I no. will wish it upon Enter Miami, Orlando, Charlotte, Nashville, <laughs> Columbus. The rest of the Boston, Eastern Conference. Morning KC, Colorado Rapids, the Texas teams. Um, yeah. That's fair. I also think Atlanta might implode a little bit, but. Uh, yeah. Didn't I they do that last year, though? I think there's only one way to go, and that's down. Yeah. They haven't hit rock bottom yet. We have hit rock bottom. <laughs> Still coming. Oh, yeah. We lived at rock bottom for yeah, some years. Yeah. We took up residence at rock bottom. Are car. we renting it to Atlanta right now? Probably. They're okay. paying. They're paying us. <laughs> um, all right. Let's go talk some tactics. Let's. All right. Welcome back, crushes. And you missed it. We just solved all of the problems in MLS. Every single one. And we are here with a very special guest. You know her from Twitter for her iconic kit collection, her outfits, and her one-liners. We have Nicole joining us today. She's going to be our first guinea pig to try some of our new rapid fires. Welcome. Thank you, guys. Very hyped to be here. Very excited. I wore my best kit for you guys. I was wondering what you were wearing. It looks great. Yeah. It's the 1995 AC Milan training kit. So, you know, I had to dress up fancy. So, you You definitely outdressed all of us. We are. (laughs) (laughs) I came out with my nicer work clothes. (laughs) (laughs) down. I dressed up. Fair, fair. Well, Nicole. How did you get into soccer? What is your soccer love story like? So my soccer love story starts in 2010. Um, I had gotten invited by my neighbors, like my brother and my mom and I, we all got invited by our neighbors to go watch the World Cup. Um, And that was like my first time, like, really watching it and like really getting into it and my neighbors were super pumped because they're from Uruguay and that was a year that Uruguay did like really well I believe they made it to the they made it to the semifinals so they did really well that year and I just remember it being so much fun like we would go over all the time to watch like um like the group stages and knockout rounds and they would barbecue so it was just I just remember it being such a good time and I'm like I want to do more of this. So after that time, I kind of was a little bit more into soccer, but like I was, I didn't really know as much about soccer as I do now. Um, That was more of like the, okay, I'm going to get into the world cup and maybe like I'm aware of some clubs because probably around after that, about a year after that um, is when I picked AC Milan as one of my clubs because my brother was really into playing FIFA and he would always play with this team called AC Milan. And I'm like, okay, that's going to be my team now. They always find <laughs> I was a, 
Yeah. Yeah. It's always just random. I'm like, well, he keeps playing as this one team and he keeps mentioning it. So, and I don't really know much about like, at that point, I didn't really know anything about like club soccer. I only knew um, international, mm-hmm. international soccer. So I was like, okay, this is going to be my, this is going to be my team. Anybody ask me what soccer I follow? I'm just going to say AC Milan and that's it. <laughs> And then after that, I just, you know, I started getting really into, uh, like, watching the World Cup every four years. And then I would say it wasn't about, it was about, um, when was it? 2018. It was after that World Cup um, is when I started getting more into local soccer. Um, And so for me, my local is the New York Red Bulls because I live 20 minutes away from the stadium. Mm-hmm. So 2018 is when I started getting into like local soccer. Um, my friend Chris was a season ticket holder and he was like, do you want to come to like, come watch a game? And I swear to you, it was the best, like first ever game to go to. Okay. They won, <laughs> which is always good. That's always good. Yeah. That's a good sign. <laughs> they won. And then they also, um, what was it? They won, and it was also the um, the firework night. So, like, every season they do a firework night, and it's always really, really cool. And his season ticket was, like, close to the field. So we were staying relatively close to the field, and it was, like, the vibes were right. Everybody was, like, super happy because they had just won, and then all the fireworks were going off, and I'm like, this is so cool. I want to, I want to do this again. This is so much fun. And then I ended up going to a couple more games after that. I did remember making it a point to go to um, the Hudson River Derby, which is NYCFC versus the New York Red Bulls. And I was like, I got to sit in the supporter section. I, the first game, first New York Red Bulls game I went to, I remember seeing the supporter section. And I'm like, that looks like so much fun. I need to be in the mix. Like... I'm a little newbie and I don't know, I don't know nobody. I don't know anything. I need to be in the mix. And that's what I did. I found um, like tickets through this like resale group and I made my friend Chris come. I had like two other friends come. I'm like, we're going to bring a whole group because only person who had done this before was my friend Chris. Um, but it was going to be my first time ever in, in the supporter section. So I'm like, we're, we're bringing everybody to do this so <laughs> it was so I was yeah it, I was after that I was I was hooked um but I didn't really really get into it like I was more hooked into like okay this is something I'm gonna do like occasionally like a fun thing like I was gonna be a very casual very casual supporter um which <laughs> no, I'm gonna go occasionally <laughs> No, it did not work that way. Um, So yeah, I would say probably for the uh, two years after that, I was more of a, like, like I said, I was more of a casual supporter. I would go like every so often, um, like a a casual social thing to do with my friends. Um, But then 2020 hit and then, and then I was like, well, I don't have anything to do other than to get really obsessed with soccer. <laughs> and so that's what I did. I got really obsessed with it. Like I would, you know, religiously watch whatever soccer I could, whatever soccer was like still on. 
Um, like when all the soccer was coming back, like MLS is back, going to all the watch parties. And then I was like, okay, once, like once we are allowed back into the stadiums, I'm going to go to every home game <laughs> or at least I'm going to try to, I'm going to try to go to every home game. And that's exactly what I did. I was actually, I remember I entered a lottery system through my supporter group because um, since it was a reduced capacity at the beginning, um, you had to enter a lottery system to get tickets. And so I'm going to, I was like, I'm going to do it. I'm going to enter. I don't think I'm going to get it because I'm a newbie and I was like, it's just what are the chances, right? And then I got picked, like my, my, I got picked in the lottery, so I paid for my ticket. And I'm like, at the first game back, um, like at reduced capacity. And I was like, okay, I'm gonna try to, I'm gonna go to every home game if I can help it. And like I said, that's exactly what I did. I just, I just never left after that. <laughs> it sucks you in. Legally, you are not allowed. Yeah. And then so. it becomes your whole life. I, f- I feel like yes. there other people who like became really into it over the like during the pandemic that it became what like, else were you supposed to do before and then it became like an obsession so I love that <laughs> yeah because it was like it was honestly such a good way to build community like I like I was like during the pandemic like the part of the pandemic where we were like all stuck inside like no one was going out like I had my friends and stuff that I had like stayed in contact with but like I wasn't really meeting anybody new it was all like same people that I knew because I wasn't going out um but then um but then like because of soccer because of that shared common interest I was like it kind of opened up this whole new world of like people to me and I've kind of never I never looked back from that moment yes same and then yeah. you have a podcast with them yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's the natural progression you have you know. a podcast with a girl you saw walk across the street a few times a season you just be like hi Matt <laughs> that is true <laughs> you're like hey yeah. my friend we're gonna do a podcast one day do it. <laughs> that's exactly yeah. what happened we saw <laughs> like I was on another podcast and they did not appreciate my humor or me no. and the fact that I was just like yeah Leo Bertoni he's not great but he's hot <laughs> <laughs> some players are not good but they are good to look at hey he's doing well so and he looks good every listen there always has to be the what's it called always has to be like the beauty hire yeah. yeah, they're they're there because they're pretty. You need them on the they're, they're billboard. The beauty well, listen, not <laughs> exactly. every time Olivia Giroud. I was going to okay? say sometimes you get an Olivia Giroud and your beauty and brains. Exactly, exactly. You mean brawn? Yeah. Like really? There's some who are like you have the talent and you have the beauty. But the brains, they're not there, but that's okay. That is, that's fine. Some that's, people are that's just fine. We can work with that. Sometimes you're Jack Grealish. Jack Grealish. <laughs> he's, he's our resident himbo. He seems like the nicest guy in the world, but there's just not a lot going on upstairs except soccer. And that's fine. Name something with a door. Nope, he can't. 
Jack Grealish is like Jack Grealish is the orange cat of the soccer world. He is. Like you just love him. It's <laughs> We All love right. our orange cats. <laughs> Speaking of Jackie Grills, let's jump in to some really ridiculous rapid fires. This one's perfect to start with. Yes. Which player slash club should do a thirsty calendar shoot for charity? Oh my gosh. Okay. I so I don't know why, but I thought of Austin FC. Ooh. And that is because I saw a, I saw a like a, a group photo. Apparently, they did like a group photo after every like away game, and I was like, "That's <laughs> that's oh. a good looking group of dudes." I support. That's that. a good looking group of dudes right there. Ooh, so yeah, I have to pick Austin FC. You might need to investigate Ooh. that. Thank you. Yeah. Ooh, I love right the roster. What is your favorite song to pump you up before a match? Uh, before every match, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go classic. Uh, Bulls on Parade by Rage Against the Machine. That's like the that's the Red Bulls goal score song. <laughs> that makes sense because Red. Well, I just made that connection. <laughs> what do you Bulls think is parade. the most iconic goal celebration? Obviously, the Marcus Rashford. <laughs> the point, the point at the cranium. I love him. He is also beautiful. Yes. Yes. He is not yes. I also really like, I can't really do it for you guys because I'm not a great dancer, but anytime Paqueta does, gets any, like, he scores a goal, he always does this little dance. And I'm like, you're the best, like, dancer like, I don't know how you do it on the sidelines just, like, so quickly. I need, like, personally, if I'm going to dance, I need to warm up a little bit. No, he's just For those of you the best who are dancer. Cole is doing the dance perfectly on video. Or a fee will drop it on our Patreon. <laughs> um, which celebrity soccer club owner would you like to hang out with? Ooh. Um... So actually, I looked this up because I was like, I don't want to say Matthew McConaughey because that's the only one that I remember. <laughs> but <laughs> I was going to say Diplo because he has, um, he's part owner in Phoenix Rising and Mad Decent <laughs> for a couple seasons was the, was the shirt sponsor for Phoenix Rising. So I'm going to say Diplo because I love Major Lazer. So and I like his music. So I'm going to say Diplo. I had no idea. I didn't know that either. That's amazing. I, know. I didn't know, but I do know he just met Pedro Pascal. <laughs> if, your, if your soccer crush offered to take you out to dinner, where are you going and what are you ordering? Um, honestly, I'm going to say Olive Garden. That's a fancy restaurant to me. <laughs> we can go to the Olive Garden, get the unlimited, what's it, the, the bottomless pasta bowls. <laughs> Yeah, that's a goal. <laughs> Breadstick, salad, or soup. I mean, exactly. Can't go wrong. Can do never you go need wrong. Your soccer crush there for that? No, I'd go by myself. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what, what are some of your favorite soccer Twitter accounts and podcasts? Ooh, I mean, obviously, besides you guys. 
um, I say I really like um, my friends over at the Underrated Podcast. It's not soccer specific, but they do, they do talk about soccer from time to time. Um, they're my homies, so I gotta shout them out. Um, my boss, Olive in York. Um, I gotta shout him out too. So, um, oh, and my girl. Um, who else is there? I was like trying to think. I'm like, who? I'm like soccer podcasts. Uh, I really also Moon Tower. They're an Austin FC podcast, but it's like it's a thirst podcast. Mm. So. You know we love a good thirst podcast. We love to objectify. <laughs> I want to exactly. Which, um, I was like, dang, I wanted to mention. It's like you know when you're like trying to think of. I'm trying to think of people, but I can't remember their ats. So That's to okay. all my friends out there, I'm so sorry. <laughs> I just I love all you guys. It's like you're giving your speech and you forget. Yeah. <laughs> family or the writer or god i don't know whatever you believe in yeah it's like you guys know who you are i will i'm like i'll shout y'all out at a different date <laughs> you can drop us their ass we'll uh yeah we'll make sure they're down um which three soccer players do you want on your zombie apocalypse team Ooh. okay so i want so i picked so i said i feel like granite jaca Ibrahimovic and David Ochoa and frankly it's because the three of them have that dog in them like yeah. these are the dudes who will fight he would leave you for dead and he would him would never die in a zombie apocalypse that is not how he loves himself too much he's just for that he's fighting he's he's fighting somebody so those are some people who have that dog in them. So that's why I'm like, I need, they got that fight. I do not have that dog in me. I would be like, it's my dog. <laughs> Same. I'm like, I'm laying down. I'm laying down and dying. I don't want to like forage for food and berries. I don't want to do that. I don't want to sleep on the ground. I don't want to run. Okay. Nope, I'm good. If it's my time, if it's my time, it's my time. Okay. I'm not fighting with nobody. Well, you that. have died for Ibrahimovic because he would sacrifice you. He would. <laughs> <laughs> he 100% would. He would. He's like, I'm Zlatan. You have to go now. Zlatan must live. He's like, no, 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 no. You can take her. You can take her. She's <laughs> yeah. all her. <laughs> he would definitely um, be yeah. Which team would you relegate if you could? Any league? Any league at all? Even leagues that don't have relegation. Um, first comes to mind, DC United, relegate them. They're going, they're, oh. relegate them. Done. <laughs> I believe we had some spicy thoughts about DC earlier. Oh yeah, I think oh, I said oh that they God. were going to have like the most drama this yeah. season. Yeah. Our prediction. Our prediction, our MLS prediction is that DC United. I would love to see that. I would like to there? see a coach get blackmailed by his best friend. Oh, let me, I have a story (laughs) for you. (laughs) Have you heard about? Just a repeat. Well, I feel like definitely DC United would be, DC United would be the team to have somebody blackmail the coach because their coach is Wayne Rooney. Yeah. 
It's listen, we already know what Colleen has been through. It's Rebecca Vardy. <laughs> this is Rebecca Vardy's comeback story. She's gonna ruin DC United. Oh my god. You heard it here. I would love <laughs> You did hear it here for just wait. We'll see the future. I would love to see it happen. <laughs> Which I would love to see it. Or coach, would you like to see host SNL? I oh Jack Grealish, come on. Oh my god. He would be hilarious. Oh my god, it would be hilarious <laughs> and precious. Little Jackie Grill. Yes. Aww. He would I think he would kill it because he's he just would. like he's never I don't feel like he's trying to he's ever trying to be funny. No. He's just funny. And I don't think he gets embarrassed. No, like I, he'll do, I think he'd be like whatever. I'm he not could mess yeah. up look at my calves. It's fine. <laughs> he can distract us easily if something went wrong. It's true. He has those assets. Yeah. He does. I also said Pep. I feel like Pep Guardiola would be a good I could see him being like a host. I can't see him acting, but like I can see him delivering the mono the opening monologue and then like um announcing the musical guests. And being very well dressed while doing it. Yes. <laughs> Yes. Formal about yes. himself. There's some formality there. Yes. And I would like to see Jose Mourinho. Yes. Hilarious. I just, I want be. that to happen for all of us. Agreed. Yes. All I right. Guess. That needs to happen. Which team has the best fan base? Ooh, that's hard. Of like any team in the world, like any team ever? Any team. There are no rules here. Ever. There are no rules. Okay. I'm gonna have to obviously I'm gonna have to say AC Milan. Um, that's the wrong part. <laughs> the cross. AC Milan. Um, Curva Sud was is like the grandfather of the ultras. They practically invented ultra culture. So I'm gonna have to say Curva Sud because when you I've had friends who have gone to watch games at San Siro and they're like, and it was a game where Milan lost like like five, two, <laughs> like we lost bad. And they were like, when you're in the stadium with Curva Sud, like you don't even feel like you lost because the atmosphere is that great. Like it's electric. All right. Now, which team has the worst fan base? Ooh. You can pick more uh, if you want spicy. If you want to be spicy, can I start with, okay, I feel like, worst fan base because listen because we can get like we can be accurate about it because you know that there, there are fan bases that are like objectively bad because of like what they're known for what they believe in Nashville. and all that stuff <laughs> but i think my but i'm gonna say my petty one i think petty worst fan base mm -hmm. is oh and i'm sorry if there's any of this fan base listening but the seattle sounders um they they invented they invented soccer supporter culture they'll tell you all about it <laughs> they know everything like yeah. they do, they do the, the, the one gift that's like the fight and win um i have like obviously i know people who are sounders fans i'm like i love you guys but y'all get on my nerves sometimes. Like, <laughs> yeah. we if feel you, that. If you could watch yeah. 
teams play each other at any stadium? Who's playing and where? Um, it's for me. It's gonna have to be. Um, I really, really want to see a. Okay, so I have two because they're both like two big derbies. Um, I really, really want to see uh, Galatasaray versus Fenerbahce at. I forget the name of Gal- wherever Galatasaray plays, like their home stadium. I want to see it there because that's the uh, continental derby, and it, it's absolutely insane. Because it's like the there's three Istanbul teams, and they are like the two biggest Istanbul teams. So, and they're on like you know how part of Istanbul is in Asia and part of Istanbul is in Europe. So it's like the two, they're on each side of of Istanbul fighting mm-hmm. against each other. I love that. So it's. Yeah, I, I'm like, I need to go to the Continental Derby. And I, obviously, I need to go see um, Inter Milan versus AC Milan at San Siro at some point in my life because I know that game is going to be wild. You want to see AC Milan beat Inter Milan. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, because it would be exactly. the, battle, the battle of big sexies. Olivier Giroud versus Romelu Lukaku. Exactly. Exactly. Well, yeah. Exactly. It would, it would be Giroud. Yeah, Daddy Giroud. Correct. There can only be one. Yeah. Who is your most hated soccer team? Ooh, it's gonna be Inter Milan, Manchester City, and NYCFC are my three. Yeah, I have disdain, disdain for all three of them. I don't think anybody here likes them. No. Yeah. Good. Can you say something Good. nice about them? <laughs> Um, well, Manchester City has, um, Jack Grealish. That is a fact. So they have, they have, they have that going for them. Um, I guess the one that I can say about City is that their away kits are the red and black. The reason why they have them is because they used to have red and black away kits back in the day and that all started as an homage to AC Milan because at the time they wanted to essentially like be like they wanted to take those red and black colors because they saw that like AC Milan they looked like like they looked not crazy but like they looked very like powerful like red and black are very strong colors so they're like yo AC Milan got that dog in them so we want to look like them so we're gonna do those red and black colors <laughs> so anytime red and black anytime they wear red and, anytime manchester city wears red and black as their away colors it's because it's an homage to ac milan so i guess i can say that's kind of cool about city um the one nice thing i can say about inter is that they did have cool home kits one year and it was because they had um it was like a blue snake skin um kit and i was like that looks kind of fire but it would look better in red and black (laughs) (laughs) if you could pick three celebrities or historical figures to be on a match broadcast team who would it be so two in the booth one pitch side okay so i was thinking about this and i felt like drag queens (laughs) oh my god i like that that would be fun. So my in the booth, Trixie and Katya. Yes, absolutely. And then, and then on the field, Alyssa Edwards. 
Oh my God. I, yes, I, I need this to happen. <laughs> it needs to happen because they'd be so funny. It would be so funny and entertaining and wonderful. Exactly. Like they, like, I would just love to see Alyssa Edwards, like full drag on the sidelines, interviewing, interviewing a coach, interviewing players. And then Trixie and Katya are the broadcast team throughout the game. Like it would be hilarious. I'd pay money to hear all of them. I would subscribe. Love them. Great. Subscribe to that Patreon. Thank you. (laughs) Which artist should do the next world cup song? Which artist? Hmm. Let's see. I feel like obviously, you know, we all want another, I would love another Shakira. Cause like, cause it's personal. Just, now. Yeah. Huh, yeah. I feel like, she, well, I think in general, Shakira is very good at like making enjoyable pop. While also like infusing whatever kind of the local sound is to mm-hmm. her, like into her music, like enjoyable pop that's like easily digestible by millions and millions of people. So really, you can't go wrong with like you, you can't go wrong there. But I would like to see maybe like. Bad Bunny, yeah. <laughs> do a. I would love to see Bad Bunny do one. Um, maybe like Megan the Stallion. Honestly, Cardi B too. I feel like Cardi B would be good. Cause I'm trying to think like there's a lot of artists that I like that make obviously make good music, but not a ton of artists can make good music that's easily digestible by millions of people which i think is like the issue sometimes with like world cup songs that they come off like just kind of boring and cheesy and you don't like them so these are all good choices i would support any one of those correct which player would you invite to your birthday party oh my god uh joseph martinez he oh, looks like it would be so much fun. That's a great answer. Because <laughs> so I was like watching this video of him, like he okay. So when he was when he was with Atlanta United, he does. I mean, I'm not sure he still does, but like when he was with Atlanta United, he did so much charity work. Like he was like the John Cena of Atlanta United in terms of like. Go like, like you know, going out and like doing things in the community, especially with children. Um, and I saw this video where he went to he fulfilled a wish for um this little girl who um was battling cancer, and he went to her birthday party. The pink suit. And I swear to you, yeah, it was so cute. He was so cute, and like I swear to you, Joseph Martinez looked like he was having more fun than the birthday girl. Just to tell you a lot. It was very cute. Perfect. He could light up a room. He absolutely he could. What is your so that's why Joseph Martinez needs to come to my birthday? There you go. Invite. What is your favorite Hmm? piece of soccer memorabilia and how do you display it in your home? So trying to think. Soccer memorabilia, someone okay, so when 
Chicago Fire came out with their new, like, their most recent crest. Um, they did, like, a giveaway for, like, a bunch of, like, uh, like merch and stuff. And one of my friends won it, and they were like, I already have a flag, so I can give you, like, I can send you the flag. And so that's what they did. So I have the Chicago Fire, <laughs> like, crest. I don't know if you guys can see it. There it is. Yeah, so I have it on my wall. Hey. <laughs> there you go. Love it. So that's my favorite piece. Love it. Have you ever seen your soccer crush play in person? Um let's see. Um as you know, I have many of them. Oh, who does uh, correct? <laughs> I did get to see Paul Ariola play. So because, you know, he played for DC United. But I haven't seen Big Sexy play. So I'm hoping AC Milan comes and plays in the U.S. Or I go to Italy. Either or. Really? <laughs> That'd be better. <laughs> yeah. So maybe hopefully one day. I have not seen him play yet. I believe in you. It'll happen. Which player do you think is the most dramatic? I'm going to have to say, I'm going to have to say Teo Hernandez. Uh, he plays for AC Milan. And I mean this in the best way possible because like Teo is the drama. Mm -hmm. um, and I love that about him. We love that about him. He is very dramatic, um, but it's entertaining. Yeah. And he's a key part of our squad. So I'm going to have to say him. He's not a problem with a little drama. Keeps exactly. Which MLS conference do you think is better, the East or the West? Mm. I don't know. That's hard. Because um, obviously I got to stay East Coast all day, every day. Um, got to represent the East. But I do like the West. But maybe it's just because I'm like, it's maybe different. But I'm going to have to say final answer is the East because, you know, East Coast all day, baby. Good choice. Yes. What is your favorite soccer scandal? Oh my god. Uh which one? Well, you know, I'm gonna say, you know, was, I was gonna say the French, like you know how the like France national team had scandals for a decade. But I think I'm gonna have to go with a recent soccer scandal and say like the whole like Reina's uh Berhalter scandal. You see? It so was juicy. so juicy. It was fantastic. It was, we love the hot was, sauce. It was honestly one of the best days of yeah. like soccer gossip history. Oh yeah. The tweets will go down in history. They will. That's how you know. Like that's how you know. Listen, that that's how you know we're getting up there <laughs> because we're being plagued by personal scandal. And look at the French national team, plagued with personal scandal for decades. And look at them. All right, watch look out. Look at them. Here we come. We can do it. <laughs> and finally, the most important question you will ever be asked in your entire life. Who is your soccer crush? Ooh, how do I narrow that down? You don't. You just there's, don't so, there's so many, like... There's so many beautiful men out there. Um, so shout out, shout out to them. 
Um, <laughs> you know who you are. <laughs> you absolutely know who you are. All you guys, uh, <laughs> thank you for being you. <laughs> I don't know why I'm like thinking of this guy. Oh my gosh, there's a bunch of them. I gotta say, if it's gonna be MLS, I'm gonna say Shaq Moore and Raul Ruiz. I'm, probably, I'm definitely mispronouncing his last name. But surprisingly, he plays for the Sounders, but he's really hot, so I don't hold that against him. Um, <laughs> and then, obviously, Olivier Giroud. We love Big Sexy. Um, and then, honestly, there's not really anybody on Manchester United that I'm like, oh, you know, unfortunately. But... Who else like, oh, and Granite Xhaka. I, I love Granite Xhaka. I just think he looks like such an asshole, but like, <laughs> he's so hot. How I feel about Joe Burrow. <laughs> oh, yes! And that's okay. Look like an asshole. He looks like a sweet, perfect angel, Midwestern baby. Midwestern boy. <laughs> but that's that, Joe Burrow is my American football Yeah. Crush. Yeah. Same. Joseph, Joseph Lee Burrow. Mm -hmm. Love it. That's a good looking man. <laughs> it's a good looking man. He's so hot. We now have a fun game. Oh a couple quick rounds. It's going to be a new take on our classic play bench trade. But we're going to do a kit edition. So I'm going to give you three kits from this year. And you will play bench trade them. Play is your fave bench will do and then trade is burn it we have new mm -hmm. york red bulls the new england revolution and colorado rapids Ooh. okay i'm gonna play the red bulls i'm gonna trade new england revolution and i'm gonna bench the colorado rapids good choice thank you next chicago fire new york <sighs> aka man city jr and Philadelphia Union. Mm, okay. Um, I'm going to play Chicago Fire. Uh, I'm going to trade NYCFC. And I'll bench the Union. Good choices. And finally, we have Minnesota United, FC Cincinnati, and Austin FC. I think I'm gonna I'm gonna trade Minnesota. I'll hmm. I'd play Austin and I'd bench Cincy. Those are okay choices. <laughs> <laughs> All right. You know what it is? I feel like if I feel like if what well, I think what would have sold it for me is that if Cincy did like a more because i know some people did different crests or they did like a like they did the crest the color of the kit i feel like if in the crest part if they toned down the orange mm -hmm. and then it blended in more with like the actual design of the jersey and like and then kept the orange like uh like stuff on the sleeves i that's my person like <laughs> i personally think it would look a lot better um because the orange in the crest is kind of like is a little jarring it's not a bad kit i just think that the orange in the crest is a little jarring with this design going across there is I a will, position i will withhold my thoughts until we do our full 
Kit Rose. Rose. (laughs) In a few weeks. Look forward to that, Precious. But I I will say that I was slightly underwhelmed. Okay. For for now. We have additional thoughts. Well, you've been trade with some players. So Yay. Okay. we'll give you three players. You decide who you play, who you bench, and who you trade. First set, Junior Messias. I might have pronounced that wrong. Olivier Giroud and Emmy Martinez. Okay, I'm trading Emmy Martinez. Um, well, it's kind of hard. Okay, so I'm probably, I'm going to play... This is going to be surprising. I'm going to play Junior Macias and I'm going to bench. Um, wait, what was it? it was, wait, it was Macias, Emmy Martinez. And Giroud. And Giroud. Ooh, actually, I'd bench Macias and play Giroud. And only because Macias is like, he has been injured this season and he hasn't been playing to his full potential. So I'm going to have to play Giroud, bench Macias, and we are trading Emmy Martinez. Bye, Emmy. We don't care about your trophies. <laughs> All right. Next set. Sophia Smith, mm. Sam Kerr, and Marta. Damn. This, <laughs> this is a real Sophie's choice here. Oh, my gosh. I want them to be uh, this is real. This one is challenging because they're all my favorites. Damn. Okay, I'm gonna have to. I'm gonna have to say we are playing Marta. Okay. Because she is that girl. She is. She is that girl. Um. I will bench. Hmm. I will. Hmm. I'm gonna say I will bench Sophia Smith. And trade Sam Kerr only because Sophia Smith is still like, like what's the word? She is like, uh, like obviously she's really she's really good. Um, and Ian Wright said that Sophia Smith will probably be the first million pound player, like um, like women's player. So I'm a, I'm a, I'm a, I'm gonna hold on to that. I'm so sorry, Sam Kerr. I just, I want you to know that I love you. But I'm going to go with the younger, like, younger, still, like, developing talent. And Ian Wright gave that co-sign. So that's what, that's what made the difference for me. The only correct answer is to play all three of them. (laughs) (laughs) I didn't know I had that answer. (laughs) Listen, if I had that, if if that was an option, I would have played all three of them. I was going by the rules of the game. (laughs) And the final one. This is my personal favorite. Tammy Abraham, Marcus Rashford, and Zlatan. Uh, I think this one might be surprising, but I'm going to play, or not surprising at all, but I'm going to play Marcus Rashford. Yeah. I'm going to bench, I'm going to bench Tammy because Tammy would be, I mean, obviously he's an amazing starter, um, but I know that if I called him off the bench, he's going to score some goals. He's going to be a super sub. Um, but I'm going to trade. I'm going to trade Ibra. Bye, Ibra. I'm going to trade him. Yeah, bye. I'm sorry. I love you. Zombie apocalypse. Yes, I'm gonna. I'm gonna trade him because listen, he, you know, he's getting up there in age. 
he's had a lot of injuries. So this is from a practical, a practical standpoint. Sometimes you got to make the deep cuts. Yeah. When yeah. it's your time, it's hard time. decision. Exactly. <laughs> Some hard decisions. I don't think his ego will suffer. No. <laughs> He'll be fine. You survived. He'll be fine counting his money. Yes. <laughs> Sitting on his throne of cash. Yes. <laughs> Thank you so much for coming to hang out with us. It has been the most fun. If anybody wants to find you on Twitter, what can we plug for you? Um, you can find me on Twitter at XO underscore Glenn Coco. Um, my name on there is MLS snob. So for you, Glenn Coco. Yeah. I am Glenn Coco. <laughs> <laughs> so you can Nicole. find me on the t- Yeah, go follow you can find me on the Twitter. Be jealous of the incredible kit collection you have curated. Yeah. It is it's a good time on Twitter. Sometimes. <laughs> Take this offline now and go talk Twitter tactics. Oh, yes. Tactic time. Because we know more than everyone else. Yeah, we do. Obviously. <laughs>